Good day, and welcome back to my story. I'm your host, Susan Hendricks, and this is episode three, my family's reaction when they found out that I had lupus. So sit back, relax, grab that cup of coffee, tea, or your favorite wine, and come along on my journey with me. All right, before we get started, I want to tell you guys um, a story about a young, beautiful warrior who lost her battle this week to lupus. She was 30 years old. This disease had affected her lungs, and she had been hospitalized for seven months waiting on a lung transplant. You see, we may not look ill on the outside, but we fight an unseen battle each and every day. The person's name was Asha Sharon. Well, Asha, you have gained your angel wings and you are no longer suffering. May your beautiful soul rest in eternal peace. My deepest and sincere condolences to the family for their loss. Fly high, Asha, and L's up. All right, we left off in episode number two. When my sister said, you know, we had to tell the rest of the family about the diagnosis of lupus. All right, we got back home. First call that she made was to my sister Wanda. And Wanda stated, I knew something was wrong with her, but I just didn't know what it was. And my sister Wanda asked my sister Dolores a bunch of questions about what the doctor had stated. And my sister Dolores informed Wanda that um, she's in pretty bad shape right now from what the doctor stated. And it's nothing to worry about. All they can do is control the symptoms for there is no medication that could cure. And so... um. My sister hung the phone up, and the next call was placed to my oldest brother, Charles. Now, when it comes to your brother and finding out information, men don't react with emotions. That's my opinion. They don't act based on emotions like women do. So, this is the first time I've seen my brother, well, not seen, but heard my brother act based on emotions. The first thing he said was, what? What did you say? 
and my sister Dolores said, she is sick. The doctor says that she has lupus and there is no cure for it. And she had him on speaker and he stated, let me speak with her. Let me speak with her. So I got on the phone. I said, yes. He said, isn't there a pill that can cure this? I said, no. He said, well, what are they going to do? I said, control the symptoms. And he said, well, what else are they going to do? I said, that's it. They can only control the symptoms. I explained to him that lupus is not contagious. I said, you can do more harm to me if you're sick and you didn't let me know because my immune system is compromised. I said, don't worry, lupus is not um, or related to HIV or AIDS. What lupus is, is an autoimmune disease. It's a chronic disease. Lupus has many different symptoms and it's unpredictable. I said, I may be fine this very minute, but later on tonight, it can all turn around and change. So, there was dead silence over the phone until he said, well, do they know how you got it? I told him, based on my research, some research thinks it's environmental. Some research believes that it's through genetics. And I told him, I said, you remember when daddy used to talk about his mother lying in bed in severe pain, couldn't walk. And he said, do you believe that the gene was passed on to you? And I told him, yes. I said, I believe Daddy carried the gene. It skipped the rest of you. And I was the one with it. Now, my field of study is not in genetics. It's in health and science. So, I may be wrong. But what I have researched on, they sway more to genetics, the environmental portion, I believe, and this is my own opinion, is that there's triggers in the environment that can cause a lupus flare, just like the sun. It can cause me to flare up. And when I mean when I state, I should say, flare, I will break out in like little blisters, um, 
when I'm in the sun for a prolonged amount of time, my skin will actually break out in blisters. My joints will start hurting. Um, the next thing you know, I will. it will be hard for me to walk or stand. So there are, on my part, environmental factors that will cause me to flare up. Another environmental factor is um, I can tell when it's going to rain before anyone else because my joints and muscles will tighten up on me and my whole body will throb with intense pain. But I have to keep on moving. Okay, getting back back to my brother. My brother took it the hardest because I'm the youngest of the family. And all he kept saying was, baby girl, I can't believe it. Not you, baby girl. And um, he asked me, he said, are you fine with this? I said, are you asking me, am I mentally prepared to go through this? And I told him, yes. I said, if you remember, I couldn't go outside as a child. I would have to wait till the sun goes down. I said, you remember when Mama was washing my hair and my hair started to fall out when I was younger and they took me to a doctor that did not know what was going on. Do you remember how sick I was as a teenager and the doctors daddy sent me to to find out why was I so sick? I was in training all along, and no one never knew what was going on. So, am I mentally prepared? Yes, I've been mentally prepared my whole life for this. And I told him, you know, these are the cards that I've been dealt. So I'm going to play the cards I've been dealt. I'm not going to throw in my hand and fold. I'm going to keep going and not let this disease get me down. I'm going to keep fighting. The first segment of the show is brought to you by Tease That Rule. Their primary objective is to provoke thought and bring change via their products. You can visit Tease That Rule at www.teasethatrule.com or follow them on Instagram at Tease That Rule. That's T E E S. T-H-A-T-R-U-L-E. All right. Thank you for rejoining me. 
Well, where I left off was talking about my brother Charles. Um, after I explained to him about everything, he asked my sister Dolores, who's going to go to the doctor with her? Somebody needs to go to the doctor with her to find out what's going on. Because you know she's not going to tell everything. And I started laughing. And my sister Dolores looked at me and said, well, what you laughing for? I said, you don't have to go to the doctor with me. I've been going to the doctor all by myself um, before. I said, I don't need anyone to go to the doctor with me. And she said, oh, no, I have to go. And my brother is on the phone saying, yes, she's going with you to find out what's really going on with you because you're not going to tell us everything because you don't want us to worry. That's right. I don't want you to worry. I'm still your sister. I don't want to be treated differently. I don't want to be treated with kid gloves. Yes, I will hide. I will put on a mask and hide when I'm not feeling good. I will keep it moving forward. I'm Susan. I'm your sister. Don't treat me any differently. If you want to go to the hospital uh, or the doctor's office with me, you can go. But I know they can only tell you so much. And then that's it. They're not going to tell you everything about me. That's up to me to tell you. So the family is taking it pretty well. Um... Uh, my sisters know when I'm not feeling well. My brother knows. And he lives out of state when I'm not feeling well. Um, my sister says that they can see it in my eyes or or I will get the rash across my face or my around my eyes will get so dark and look like they're sunken. And... Um, they say that they can tell, but they are taking it well. They are taking it well. And they're family. And, you know, just as much as they want to protect me, I'm trying to protect them. Well, I thought I was trying to protect them, but, you know, they're at every appointment with me. Right up in my business. I can't get two words in. Because they're speaking. And wanting to know everything. So yeah. They're taking it well. And I'm glad that they are. And that they're still treating me. Like they treated me before. I'm your sister. We're still going to argue, and I'm going to pick with you to start an argument just to get your goat up in a roar. So, yeah, I will do that. So, yeah, they're, they're doing real well about it. But at first, it was devastating. When they finally found out, it was devastation. This segment of our show was brought to you by... Henry Long. Henry Long is the author 
of positive energy 24-7. You can meet this native Detroit author at his book signing Friday, September the 14th from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. at Firewater Bar and Grill located at 6521 John R. Street, Detroit, Michigan. Sheila Smith, the creator of The Right Side of 50. The Right Side of 50 is having a Sister to Sisters Women's Brunch, November 17th. I am my sister's keeper. Tickets for this event will go on sale September 2018. Please go to Instagram and follow The Right Side of 50 for updates. That's all one word. The Right Side of 50. Welcome back. I want you to do something for me. I want you to research lupus. I want you to know exactly what we are going through. That we are in need of funding for new medications. Funding and research for new cures. Yeah, I said new cures. I may not live to see a cure for lupus, but I'm trying to put the word out there. What I want you to know is that lupus is not contagious. Lupus is not like or related to HIV or AIDS. What lupus is, is an autoimmune disease. It's a chronic disease. Lupus has many different symptoms. It's unpredictable. And you know what? There is no cure. For lupus. In this day and age, there is no cure. Think about it. It's approximately 5 million people worldwide who suffer from this chronic illness. So, I'm here to inform you. I'm here to bring further awareness to this disease. So won't you please take the time and do some research about lupus. Thank you so much for joining me on my story. I'll see you next time.